social media is only a platform it is not a pedestal to not to forget that these people that have a following that have fame they are not you know they are still human welcome back to the statues podcast with me i have my co-host crystal today Today's topic, we wanted to talk about social media's influence on our society today. With social media becoming a very integral part of everyone's lives and it being the new way for uh, expression. I feel like social media also has the means to form society's way of thinking as well. So what they see as a trend is what they feel is in at that moment yeah it's like following the leader kind of thing yeah but in doing so you also lose a lot of your own i don't want to say creativity but you lose a lot of your own direction when following trends yeah it's it's not a bad thing okay trends are i feel like trends are are great you know they allow for people to creatively understand and learn about the times Mm -hmm. but i also find trends very misleading yeah i feel like there are some trends out there that like there are some trends out there that shouldn't be like as viral as it should be while there are others that are like eh. no and i i I agree with that the there's always going to be a good aspect and a bad aspect with social media Mm -hmm. there's never going to be a uh, a fine line where social media sits in the middle yeah. i think it, there's just gonna be a really good and a really bad but i think it's up to the person and how the person can interpret social media like for me i don't really look heavily into social media i use social media for work and i use it as a means to relax and i i also use it as a means to understand uh what society finds trendy mm-hmm like for example, right um, on TikTok, uh, a lot of uh, POVs. Mm-hmm. Those are beautiful. Like when I look at those, it's this generation's way of storytelling now. Yes. You know, we I grew up in a generation like Wang Fu and like those guys where the production looks amazing. It but it was huge. You had a cast of 10, 15 people minimum. But now that trend of POVs on TikTok, it's one person their phone and like a simple light i feel like when you like you talk about that it and i've seen them too they're beautiful because the story that they come up with is is amazing you know in like that like less than one minute video yeah the emotions that they portray the the story that that is being told it's it's something that you can't sometimes and I'm talking about sometimes you can't get in like a five, 10 minute video. And that's the thing is like, uh, there's a specific TikToker that I'm talking about. Her username is X Nico GX. Her POVs are so creative and so amazing because they're very personal. Mm-hmm. She lets you, the viewer, play the character as well. Mm-hmm. So when she's doing her POVs, it's directed towards the viewer creatively i would have never come up with something like that Mm -hmm. i don't i i would have never like thought of that as an idea 
but seeing it being seeing it being worked into social media and how kids are now being as creative as possible it amazes me the trends that are in now yeah like now i'm obsessed with povs i love it because it's so inclusive it allows for the viewer to feel those emotions that that creative that that creator is is bringing yeah i feel like a lot of like a lot of our work too because you're so influenced by it 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 shows through what we put out too yeah if social media was used as a means for inspiration then people you know people would use it for the the great means but if now you're using social media as a means for comparison i think that's when it gets very toxic using social media as a comparison to your own life right comparing other creators comparing other people to you then you have to understand that i think at that point it's just a very toxic relationship with social media yeah no i feel like you know social media plays a big role in that sense where like oh if you are not like if you like a celebrity or a model you know like they they have a certain shape for for their work you know but then when you compare your body to to how they are that's when it really hurts you and your your confidence and and you know your your mental and your physical um state yeah you know like i listen to a lot of i like a lot of the um people that i follow on instagram are creators or um or like big youtube influencers but there are some creators that i follow that are like drop dead gorgeous or super handsome and like super built but i follow them not because i want to compare my life and my 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 physical shape to them but because when i look at them and the way they think about uh their lifestyle it helps me reshape the way i'm thinking about my life as well like there's a there's a model that i follow i can't remember her name but she was talking about her lifestyle and saying how men sexualize her because she wears a bikini and wears lingerie. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it from her perspective, she's just a very upfront person who is trying to normalize uh, th- this kind of uh, mentality for a woman to be okay with sexuality, to be okay with talking about it. And when I think about it from that aspect, it's very admirable for me that a woman can be so upfront about it. Yeah. Be so upfront about her sexuality. Be so upfront about it's okay to look sexy. It's okay to look beautiful. Yeah, no, I feel like social media does play a huge role in that. Where like every time, you know, you see on the news about um, a student being sent home because of what she wears, you know, and that's because what they see out there you know whatever however the women men you know they're dressed as they're being sexualized in that way yeah and and it really is sad to see that like even a you know like i was reading the other day a a girl couldn't wear 
like a simple dress, you know, and, and she was, she was following school guidelines, you know, she was doing what she needed to do, dressed appropriately, appropriately by school rules, and she got sent home just because, you know, somebody was making an excuse for it. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's sad to see how big social media plays in something simple as that Mm -hmm. and like look i'm not saying that social media is bad or good i'm what i'm saying is that everyone has their own flip perspective of what social media is Mm -hmm. it social media has allowed for me to see how far a person has come with their mentality and what i mean by that is like uh for example you have some of the uh the older generation, the the people that are in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and when they look at uh, when they look at the younger generation, they look at them as very sexualized creatures, mm-hmm. right? Or they look at them as not understanding, and like what we hear as immigrant, what we hear coming from uh, like uh, immigrant parents is, you don't understand because we come from a war torn country. Mm-hmm. You know, we hear that a lot. Yeah, we do. But what they also don't understand is that the world that we live in, it may not be war-torn, but it is a constant war. Yeah. It's a constant war between you and everything outside. Yeah. You know, like, to to be comparing what they come from and comparing what we come from it's not something that one can say is worse or one can say is more. But I feel like if one can understand another, there there would be a mutual understanding that the worlds that they both come from are just as equally bad. Mm-hmm. These kids, they have to live in a world where you're constantly being compared to another person. Yeah. it It's sad. Like I say, like it's sad because a lot of people go and they compare. It's like you said, there's always a comparison. Like, like if they post up something, you know, someone will be like, oh, you know, they might not say it on social media, but they see it. And then they could go and take that into the real world and they'll talk about it. Yeah. And that's something that I think it takes a lot out of a person to become a very understanding person, mm-hmm. become a very um, selfless person. Yes. To look at people and think about what they're coming from and trying to understand what they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Social media, it only adds that layer between everything and everyone because it teaches you, you know, like, there are a lot of people that I look on at social media and they use social media for the right reasons, but mm-hmm. mentally they're starting to lose themselves. Yeah. Right. I look at their post and it's, it's, it's well, well and very intricate photos. Like the way they dress, the way they pose, the way they, they, they're, they're very linear about their posture, the way they captivate um, they captivate certain things. Everything is so intricate now mm-hmm. that it makes people like us. Where I come from, I come from a generation where everything that I learned was was I don't want to say 
just for me but because i learned it the hard way yeah that it's hard to share that knowledge with people mm-hmm. but all of that knowledge now is on social media yeah yeah it's so easy to find it it's so easy to take a grasp of it and learn to flip it for your own use mm-hmm. and i feel like now more than ever It's the understanding of what social media is for people. Mm-hmm. People need to start. These are opinions that, these are my opinion and my thoughts. So I don't want to offend anyone. Mm-hmm. But if you look at social media as an entity of its own, then it be, and then it takes on an entity of its own. Yeah. But if you look at if you look at social media as an assistance to your life to better your life Mm -hmm. then it could better your life that's true because there's a lot of things out there on social media like like there are you know creators influencers where they talk about you know how to change your lifestyle how to change the way you you think about certain things it's like it's like the like half full half empty Mm -hmm. for a cup kind of thing so it's it's nice to know that, you know, that social media can be used in that way. Yeah. And I think with social media and how like I've seen a lot of younger kids take on social media. So I'm talking about maybe kids like that are 12 mm-hmm. and the severity that they're looking at social media at. They're not using it the way like I would use it. I use social media as a way to communicate or a way to keep in touch with people that I don't talk to. Yes, that's true. Okay. Like social media to me is a means of communication. Exactly. Like to friends, family that we haven't spoken in a long time. Yeah. You know, that's how we connect with people that we haven't spoken to since high school or or all the way back down to to before that too. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a great Social media is a great thing to use, but at the same time, it's like so I th- scary. I think people need to be taught what how to use social media, and and I don't mean it to be. I don't mean to sound so you know like like a teacher like oh you need to be guided this way and do it this way and 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 see it for this way, mm-hmm. but what I mean is like look. At 12 years old, you shouldn't be comparing your body to a full-grown model at 25, 26. You're still growing. Yeah. And even then, there's no reason to. A 12-year-old girl should not be looking at a model or looking at her friends and being like, oh, I want I want to look like that. At 12 years old, you're still looking... You're, you should still be having fun. You should still enjoy life. You should... This is those are your years where you slowly define who you are. Mm-hmm, that's true. And when I see young young girls and young boys do that kind of stuff, it makes me fear social media as well. Mm-hmm. Because for me, yes, there are times where you know I look at social media and I think, oh man, like I wish I had that. But yeah. then I catch myself doing it and I think, mm, it's okay. Because how hard did they work to get it? 
what struggles did they what struggles did they go through to achieve what they have mm-hmm. that's true i look at everything for i look for everything that is not shown yeah but you know it's so hard because social media like it it does two things i feel like you know like there are people out there that will glorify you know like the glorify the what you can get after you know like reaching a certain level of like fame and success you know the money you know the the parties the the nice cars house all that stuff or there's the other where it's um how do i say this like people show you the struggles that they go through Uh you know like showing every bits and pieces of their life and their struggles like you know like i see vlogs of like 20 you know like all college students you know they're showing you their every day of what it's like to work three to four jobs so that they can pay for their rent you know and then make sure that there's food for them to eat while studying at the same time full-time students and and I think social media is just social media, like you said, it glorifies things, but it also puts things into perspective. If you can look past everything and see perspective, mm-hmm. like for example, I was just watching a video with uh, Jaden Smith and Complex yesterday. In that video, I had realized how young Jaden was. He was only what twenty two, turning twenty three. Okay. And he was talking about his water boxes and how he he's built all these companies and built water boxes to assist communities with clean water. And I thought to myself, at 22 and 23, someone so young has the drive and the motivation to be able to do that. That's what social media should be used for, to teach people that... There is a means for young entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. young creatives out there to push because there is something at the end of that road. Now, if you use it for that means, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Because watching it, I was so motivated. I felt like, wow, like someone so young could do that. Mm-hmm. He was saying like right before the complex meeting, he was he had a meeting with uh, Misfits and he had a meeting for like um, his, his other companies. Mm-hmm. And that made me think, someone like him is that driven. Take away the money and take away everything. It's mm-hmm. not about the money. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. It's about the drive that this young man has for the passions that he has. It's true. For him, listening to listening to his journey with just water his company mm-hmm. that made me realize that anything and everything can be turned into something with him it was just water mm-hmm. it was water and then he turned it into a company just water mm-hmm. now when i see his post man i'm i'm more motivated than ever as a creator and as someone who can understand the hustle, the hard work. I'm not motivated by the numbers of likes. I'm not motivated by I'm not motivated by how good looking he is. I'm not motivated by his money. 
I'm motivated by his drive and the passion because he was able to post about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's people like um, like Bart Kwan. When he posts pictures of how his body is mm-hmm. and then you watch his journey through working out, f- finding his passion. It's not about the likes. It's not about anything like that for me. It's not about how he looks. Mm-hmm. It's about the determination and the motivation that got him where he is. It's true. If kids could see it that way, instead of seeing it as a comparison game, mm-hmm. I feel like they'd be fine. Their entire lives would be motivated and driven mm-hmm. at such a young age. You know, like I have an acquaintance who, who says to me that when her daughter, when his daughter is interested in something, he allows for her to creatively do it mm-hmm. because if she finds something out of it, great. If she doesn't, that's fine too. And I think it's that, that step there that people need to go through. Like for me, when I was in high school, I went through many stages. I had, I did robotics. I did, you know, I built computers Mm -hmm. and then I did film. And then it was film that got me where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. But it's the drive and the motivation that an individual has and the understanding that that individual um, that individual gains while that journey, while on that journey. Mm-hmm. Social media now has become so integral to everyone, so integral to society, that if people could just look at social media that way, I feel like we would have so many younger entrepreneurs, so many young leaders. That's true. I feel like, you know, like about that, it's there are uh, there are people that, you know, will that will see that and will feel motivated. But there are others that kind of need the like the step by step process, like Mm -hmm. to see from the from from the beginning to the end, because sometimes they don't show the middle because sometimes it's so hard. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there are people like the viewers. They're not interested in seeing that middle portion where you're struggling, you're the, you know, your losses, you know, but I feel like if it's, it, it's like you said, if, if we can use that to help motivate younger kids, you know, we, we would be set, you yeah. know, there would be much more progression in society. And I think that's why I, I do appreciate uh, celebrities like The Rock and celebrities like Kevin Hart who use social media to teach kids and to teach people mm-hmm. about their struggles. Not yeah. about their successes, but about their struggles. Because their struggles now put their entire career not on a pedestal, but on on a plane where normal people could understand Mm-hmm. how hard it was for them to achieve what they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when I hear about, when I watch a lot of videos about The Rock and I watch a lot of videos about Kevin Hart, a lot of the videos that I'm watching isn't about their success. 
It's about their drive, their motivation, where they came from, how they got there, Mm -hmm. their mistakes. And then they post a lot of stuff on social media and you see the strong guys. You see the the happy fathers that they are. You see the the beautiful guys that they are doing what they're doing for like the community, for society. Mm-hmm. Then it motivates you because now you're seeing them as humans, not as celebrities. Yeah. You know what the best the I think the best part about that is is that um people like them they aren't shy to their mistakes yeah if they make a mistake they 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 might not address it right away you know what i mean because they still need time to think about it but they will still talk about it and they will be like yes i own up to it you know and and it's like i am human i make mistakes you know so learn from my mistakes you know learn from it and, and and don't do it yeah that I think that's so important now because with with society and their ways of looking at social media influencers and what social media is, it's almost like looking at them as celebrities. But when you see people as celebrities, you dehumanize mm-hmm. everything that they've gone through to become a celebrity. Yeah, and I feel like when you when you categorize them as celebrities, you kind of um how do i say this it you are so quick to 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 bash them yes if if they have done something wrong because to because if you do that it almost seems like they're untouchable yeah like that 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 they're almost like to put it simply like perfect yeah like that they can't make a mistake because you have idolized them you've you you've now said that they they are a celebrity that's yeah. what they are and and that's something that i feel like social media has pressed upon negatively is allowing for normal people to feel like like celebrities mm-hmm. like they can do no wrong mm-hmm. and that's and that's what breaks these people you know like i look at i follow a lot of these social media influencers and the reason why I follow them is because when you when you look at their posts and when you look at their stories, they're human. Mm-hmm. They don't put up this front that they're celebrities. They don't put up this front like they're they're invincible. Yeah. These are just people. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've come to really understand throughout my career is that I don't idolize people because everyone is human. Because if I were to idolize someone, I put them on a pedestal and I will always look at them in that way. You know what? I feel like if you put them, it's like you said, if you put them on a pedestal, if you idolize them, you're easily disappointed mm-hmm. by by like by all the negative things that they that they that they'll do. Yeah. And I think that's where that um there's a phrase that they used to say, don't I can't remember what it was, but it was something along the lines like, uh, "Don't meet your idols because they're um, they're not the person that you think they are." Mm-hmm. But that's because you've put them on a pedestal now. Mm-hmm. That's why, for me, I don't look at celebrities on a pedestal. I mm-hmm. look at them all as humans, just extravagant humans who have 
gone through hardships, pain, and gotten to where they got. To me, that's how I look at it because when you look at it that way, it changes your mindset and it makes you understand that you can be like that too. That's true. That if you want to make a difference, then make a difference, but don't lie about your differences. Don't lie about your life on social media. Mm-hmm. I feel like the one thing on social media that that a lot of people need, and I'm not saying this is everybody, but there are some people out there, they need to learn how to be humble. Yeah. They really need to learn how to be humble because if you don't, it really gets, it, they really get in their head. Yeah. Like, you know, of, of, of their fame and all that. And and that goes for even even society now where you see a lot of like kids walk around with the one, two, three thousand followers and they think they're celebrities. <laughs> they think they're entitled to everything. You know, they flash around those numbers as if it's a visa card saying, yo, give me that for free. Yeah. You no. know, and I think that's what bugs me now is that society has made social media so such a big put social media on such a big pedestal that it allows for all these people who have followers who have some kind of fame Mm -hmm. to think they are invincible to think that they can do no wrong to think that they're it kind of like lets them think that they are allowed to treat people however way they want to, which mm-hmm. is wrong, you know? Because even if you have two, three, four thousand followers, it does not mean you have to it, it doesn't give them the right to go and treat other people like trash. You yeah. know, like they're not human anymore. I've seen so many videos out there, you know, where where it, these kids have like like I, I'm comparing them to like to to big people uh, to to people on social media that have a bigger following you know they have such a little amount of following but if like somebody in customer service you know doesn't agree with them they'll go and they'll fight back and they'll do something to retaliate yeah i think now more than ever for our society and for the way society is taking social media i feel like people need to become a lot more understanding of what social media really is and truly should be used for. Mm -hmm. Not to forget that social media is only a platform. It is not a pedestal. Not to forget that these people that have a following, that have fame, they are not you know they are still human yeah they're not perfect yeah and that everyone's going to make mistakes mm-hmm. that everyone will continue to learn but for you for 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 all these people with the following that are super stubborn and think that they are famous it's up to their followers and up to the people of society to teach them as well that you're still human that you are nothing special You know, like I look at a lot of, I have a lot of uh, acquaintances and a lot of friends that have a big following, Mm -hmm. but the way they treat everyone around them, it's why I love, it's why I love all of them. Yeah. Because they don't treat anyone differently. Mm -hmm. The way they are with 
their social media platforms and the way they are at as individuals are one in the same. Mm-hmm. And that's what allows for them to be such humbling people. Yeah. You know, like I talk, I still, you know, I still talk to a couple of my friends online and and now they have their own businesses. But their social media presence, their social media presence is, is pretty big too. Mm-hmm. And when you talk to them, you're still comforted by who they are as a human, not who they are through social media. Yeah. That's what I find very comforting. And that's what I hope that many people can learn is that attitude and that way of looking at social media. Yeah, yeah. These people, they have lives outside of their social media presence. Mm -hmm. But they never bring that life they never bring their social media life into their life. And I think that's what I love about them is how they are still so humble, how they can care for each and every one of their followers, but never lose who they really are. I think it's because people like them, they value and they understand the importance of privacy, you yeah. know? Like, like whatever they do on social media, that is, like, work, you know? But beyond that, it, it like, if it comes to, like, dating, family, you know, like, um, whatever it is personal to them, they keep it private, away from all that. Yeah. I think that's, that's what makes them, like, you know, amazing people is that... Th- they know how to separate, you know, work from their personal life. Yeah. And I think that's something that society, that's something that society has to kind of do now is teach each other again and to continue to teach each other again how to use social media and what social media is meant for. Mm-hmm. Social media influencers, they use their platforms for the great good mm-hmm. like like for example like david so <laughs> like i love him because he's such an upfront and honest human being mm-hmm. even his last video uh directed towards um i think it was about the asian hate that was happening mm-hmm. and yeah he was talking about it and then tiktok took his videos down but then he was so, he, he as a human is so strong about this topic that you know, TikTok, not TikTok, but Instagram brought back that video. Mm-hmm. And then he made another video saying that what he said struck someone and that's why they took it down. Mm-hmm. But that right there is what social social media should have been used for to bring awareness to the greater good mm-hmm. to bring awareness to a need and to use your platform for more than just yourself and to learn to be selfless mm-hmm. you know like it 
social media should be used as a platform to inform people but there are too many people that are uninformed that don't use it for the right way and feel like oh because i i am on social media i should have a voice i should have a say in in whatever it is that's going on you know i see so many people feel like i'm not saying that your opinions don't matter they do but you should be informed first yes before you go and you voice your opinions because then like no offense that person's gonna look stupid yeah and that's something that i think david brings up a lot is that just because you're a social media influencer and just because you have a following doesn't mean you have to say anything mm-hmm. or if you do want to say something then at least be informed and think about it before you say something. That's true. Because that's why, um, like, I listen to his podcast quite a bit, mm-hmm. and he talks about it quite a bit, is that is why he doesn't instantly respond to a situation, and he waits. Mm-hmm. Because he needs to gather his thoughts. He needs to gather the right information so that when he does say something, it's factual. That's true. And I think that right there is so important for people mm-hmm. to be factual yep. to understand what you're talking about mm-hmm. like i was watching this um i was on tiktok the, uh, i was on tiktok yesterday night and a video popped up about uh congress and it was of this asian woman and she was laughing at this uh other congress member and she kept saying to him was the bill that you're talking about and the points that you brought up don't even exist anymore. And she kept laughing at him because she was saying, and you sit in a position where you feel like you can bring all that up to all of us when you don't even know what your own bill has in it. Mm-hmm. That right there is super important. That right there, I feel like that is society right now. Everyone wants to jump on a bandwagon. Everyone wants to say something. Mm-hmm. But no one wants to think about what is being said. No one wants to look for the facts. Yeah. You know, it's so hard to... You know what it is, though? Even if there are facts and they are true facts, people will misinterpret it and will will twist the facts to how they want it to be interpreted for themselves. Mm-hmm. That is that that is a sad reality of it, is that, like, is, is that no one wants to take the facts for just facts rather than you know than mm-hmm. what they want it to be it, it's a it's a very sad reality it's a very sad thought to think that people would perverse facts mm-hmm. right like the um the shooting that happened uh just recently um with uh this uh white or this white man that walked into spas and shot i think it was like six asian women yeah i think eight people died but i I... six of them were asian women Mm -hmm. to listen to what the constable or the police officer said was disgusting you know i was gonna watch it but i but i decided that i was gonna wait till later i like what exactly happened like i was gonna watch like i don't know for sure what happened but what I know was that I think the he, constable or the police officer said this boy was just having a bad day. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think that was what was highlighted. Yeah. And that he just, the constable brushed it off as if it was nothing. That yeah. it was just like an everyday thing, you know? Like he was just, 
it's just it's just wrong place wrong time kind of thing and i think that's what's so sickening is that someone of high authority could say something like that with everything that was going on in the world but this is now where i say social media plays a great part is people could bring that up and have a conversation about it and shine light on on situations like this mm-hmm. and bring it to the forefront and highlight what we couldn't 10 20 years ago mm-hmm. because all of this it's a sad reality to say but asian hate has been happening for so long it's just media has never media has never put that up in the forefront yeah you know like i feel like it's these topics you know especially when it comes to asian hate they go they're never talked about enough yeah you know because there are there are other you know topics that are you know bigger you know like quote unquote bigger you know that that are more important out there and and that's something that like now i think people are now seeing more often because it's being brought up like even with uh the blm the BLM movement and a lot of people. And this is where I say like, I, I love social media for this. And I hate social media for this is when I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he, I don't know what he was doing, but he got shot. And then people brought up his past about, okay, this is why it was justified for him to be shot. But that was his past. What he was doing in the present had nothing to do with him being shot. He was just shot because he he was shot. Yeah, no, like, you know, people always are trying to find an excuse for for things that, you know, they feel like might be... Like, in their opinion, they might feel like, oh, it was justified. Yeah. You know, but, like, for Christ's sakes, he... The man died yeah. for, for no reason. He, he died for no apparent reason. It was just... Apparently, you know, someone felt like they're doing something, you know, like something great for society. Yeah, and and I think this is where social media plays its role as the good and the bad. They bring to the forefront what needs to be brought up. But the bad aspect of it is the many opinions, the many people that share conflicting opinions and having their own battles. Yeah. Right? Now now you have now you have people fighting in the comments, you have people fighting in real life just because they they're not sharing the same opinions. That's true. You know, and this is why I say like social media is a very dangerous weapon. Like I feel like and I I hope this doesn't offend anybody that listens but social media has made everybody very opinionated and sometimes unnecessarily opinionated yes it's okay to be opinionated but i think sometimes it doesn't need to be shared 
Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, and it's like, it's like we've been saying through this entire, you know, time of, of us having this conversation that, yes, you can have your opinions. Everybody's allowed and everybody's entitled to their opinion, but it doesn't mean that you have to go public with your opinions because it could do so much hurt, so much damage yeah. and, to and, somebody. And a really great example of this was like Donald Trump. He was so opinionated. Look, like all he had to say one time was the China virus. And then look how many other Americans started going off that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it just starts a train of people being like, oh, well, he's someone of high status. Mm-hmm. And now you put that on a social media level. Now, people and their followers. If you have a bad opinion and you put it out there and then your followers see that and they're like, oh, you know, that person normalized it. That person says it. I can go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all it took was, you know, like a simple saying of, well, it did come from there. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're calling it. But it's like. OK, but that doesn't make sense. And I think that's something that. People. People need to have a better understanding of what to listen to and what not to listen to. Yeah, and it goes back to you know that that that's that saying that we had is that that you need to be informed first. Yes, you have to inform yourself before you go and you say something. It all goes back to that. Yeah, I I. I... 100% agree with that. Being informed should be the number one priority before you say something. Mm-hmm. Be informed, think about it, formulate, and then if you feel the need to say something, then go ahead and say something. Mm-hmm. With everything that's going on, we don't need any more hate in the world. I feel like you know, like, I want to have children one day, but to have children in a world like this is a very scary thought. That's true. You know, like, last night I was looking at one of my older photos. Uh, it was a photo that I took of a mother looking over her child ah, in, yes, in the true. baby carriage. Mm-hmm. And it was ju- it was off of a, the lake in the sunset. And I looked at that photo, and then I thought to myself, how scared the mother must be and how scared that child has to be because that child when i took that picture it was only about five or six years ago but that child was still like a like a newborn yeah so that child's got to be five or six by now Mm -hmm. but for a five or six year old to understand to be scared that must be scary yeah, I know, like, there was this YouTube video going around of this girl, you know, like, like her dad was explaining to her what was happening, you know, with the BLM movement. You know, her dad was explaining to her, and 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 I watched it, and she was maybe, she was no, no older than, like, second grade, maybe, okay? And she was crying. She was crying because she, she didn't understand, you know, why people hated 
people of their color, you know? She didn't understand why her dad was explaining this to her. And it's things like that that's just really heartbreaking, yeah. you know? It goes back to, you know, to what you said, how scared a parent is to be explaining that to your child and how scared the child must it has to be because this is this is where they're going to grow up in. Yeah. It, it, it's a scary thought because I'm 28, but my parents had me when they were young, but now that they're now that they're older, it's a scary thought to think that yo like anything could happen to my mom and my dad. Mhm. That's true. Anything could happen. And so is this something that I have to worry about constantly? You know, like what what bothers me the most is hearing a black parent talk to their black child about safety. Oh, yeah. Just no. walking home from school, what to do, mm-hmm. what to say, what not to say. That to me now, like, it's so normalized in our society that it's a very scary thing to normalize. Mm hmm. It that should be. a black child going to elementary school has to think about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, it's something that I think it shakes me a lot now. It yeah. makes me shake in fear and anger mm-hmm. because I grew up around blacks and I grew up around. You know, I grew up around so many, I grew up around a very diverse group of people. Yeah. And that was the best part of my childhood. Yeah. How diverse and how beautiful that used to be. Mm -hmm. But to think how divided that is now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, even the community that we're living in now. It's such a diverse group of people here in this community. That's true. And we're all so neighborly. That's true. And to think that divide is literally right outside our community, that is what's scary. Mm -hmm. To think that these kids that are playing with each other, if they walk outside, are unsafe. Yeah. No, I get that. I love my community and I love how I grew up around such a diverse group of people Mm -hmm. because it taught me so much about the world in itself. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to travel the world to understand much because I grew up around the world. And I, I say it like that because I learned about, I learned about foods. I learned about ethnic backgrounds. I learned about, certain ways that people carried themselves Mm -hmm. because of everyone that I grew up around. Yep. But now you're being scrutinized for the way that you grew up. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's a very scary thought to think that it's that unsafe. It sucks. It really does. Yeah. I think for today's episode, we'll cut it here because it was kind of a heavier topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed, and we also hope that you 
don't take our opinions too seriously. This is just a means for us to let out what was inside of our heads and what we were thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's just to have like a you know like a discussion about it. Yeah, it's this podcast is a means for us to have a discussion to to learn from each other and to learn each other's thought process. Yeah, and we hope that the conversations that come out because of this podcast also teach us something and teach you something Mm -hmm. um i guess that's it for today's episode uh thank you so much for listening um and uh we'll see you guys for next week yep bye-bye